Welcome to the Alien Probe Podcast. It is Saturday, July 29th, 2023. I'm Doug. We have MUFON Matt and a special guest today, author and experiencer, Ella LeBane. Ella, welcome. Hello. Ah, yeah. Can we all do it? (laughs) That's right. That's where it all started for me. Peace and prosperity, or what was it? Yeah. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Oh, That's you're good. kicked out of the Star That's Trek. That's right. Club. I'm out. <laughs> to the back of the ship. <laughs> What's going on today, Ella? You're down, you're, are you in Denver, or where are you at over there? Uh, yes, I'm north of Denver, in uh, Westminster, in between Boulder and Denver. Nice. Very nice. How's the weather today? It's lovely at the moment. The The sun is shining, but give it a few hours and you'll hear some rumbling. Yeah, thunder. <laughs> nice. Oh, that'd be awesome. I, we'll have to explain the video of you. It looks like you're in heaven. It looks like you're in <laughs> kind of heaven, a heavenly, you know, which probably is very, you know, probably it's guiding light just kind of yeah that's awesome well that so, it's a skylight and this is where my computer is but it'll change in a few minutes we, we don't want it to change <laughs> yeah i like it we're not going to be able to see your face though so yeah. i mean we can see well, it that's but it's, okay it covers up my wrinkles <laughs> so uh let's hear about you're an author let's go ahead and can we start about talking about your books sure Yes, um, in the Cosmic Zoo, it's a nonfiction book series, and my last book, which is the uh, book five, uh, is called The Heavens, so um, uh, I am putting out a new edition of my first, the original book, book one, Who's Who in the Cosmic Zoo, and it'll be available um, after August 2nd, so I'm very excited about this. Very cool kind of feel like taylor swift because ah. this, this book um you know how like she ha- had a whole legal battle yes. to get her back and then she just rebranded uh, it yeah and that's what i'm doing with uh, book one nice. so i went through three different publishers long story right. i mean the book is all about the aliens right. so i had so many spiritual battles over that material it took me 17 years to get published and then when i got published it was just like one thing after another. Wow. Um, and, and I actually include uh, a, a, a piece in there about this history, what happened to the book, uh, because I'm republishing it as a fourth edition, and it's an expanded fourth edition. So I've added like 15 chapters to it because it's um, because I'm bringing my readers up to speed on the whole disclosure era that we're living in. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is very exciting. It is, yeah. It's very, it is very exciting. I just did a I, earlier. I did another episode with a gentleman. We talked all about it. Yeah. So where's it go? Where do you think that's going to go? Are we going to get to see the uh, extraterrestrials and the flying yeah, saucers? Are it, we going to do? Is it finally going to happen, Ella? NHIs. Well, um, what, what eventually? Yes, it's leading up to. Uh, this is all. Uh, uh, the past is prologue. Let's just uh, say start with that. So this is all leading up to the end time prophecies being fulfilled. They are being fulfilled. This is part of the fulfillment. But what we're in here in America is drip, drip disclosure. Right. So, so what we just had this past week was a big fat piece, but it's not the whole enchilada. Okay. So the next piece to come 
and you know will be even more and then there'll be even more whistleblowers because they've opened up the door allow the whistleblowers to come forward in a safe way so that their their lives their jobs are not threatened okay well maybe their jobs you know after they start uh revealing government secrets they can't actually hold those positions anymore but that doesn't mean that they can't talk and they can't do other things, which is what we're seeing. So it's a wonderful thing, but um, it's not over yet, you know? Um, so this is gonna go on in, in, in a drip drip fashion. And in a way, it's sort of part of a grand design to allow the public to digest one piece at a time and get used to this, okay? And, and, and start to, accept what or, or research or understand what's going on if, if I, I, I would like to go back to December of 2020 because this was a pivotal moment in UFO disclosure history okay uh-huh. and this doesn't include America this is about is Israel Israel and America so if you remember the um, retired octogenarian, uh, space chief Chaim Eshed, who was the top guy in the Israeli uh, space program, national security, you know, the whole nine yards, he comes out as an octogenarian, talks to the equivalent of like the New York Times in Israel, the Yedidot Akronot, and he starts telling them that, yeah, we've had contact with the Galactic Federation, that's what he called it, yep. okay, and um, we meaning America and Israel, and we're working with them, and President Trump knows all about it. But the Galactic Federation has told uh, us that, that they, are, they do not feel that the public is ready to understand, to accept, or to learn what's going on. So uh, when the public is ready, then they'll learn more. And that was the long and short of his um, statement. And and that was just amazing, okay? So I felt vindicated because my first book, Who's Who in the Cosmic Zoo, is about the who who the Galactic Federation is. So I have like um, a chart in the book and it's called the Cosmic Drama Chart. And it basically, I started this in the 90s, okay? I was living in... um, Indian Rocks Beach in Florida, and I was doing these classes weekly at this, you know, local um, metaphysical bookstore called ET's Aliens or Angels. Though that those were my classes, and so the book became, you know, it's it, it, so I've been putting the book together for like 17 years from the classes, and um, it was all about discerning who these beings are, who they were based on our history, because that's another piece, is the past is prologue. We have to go into the past to understand the present and the future, because history repeats itself. So, so, you know, and as soon as I mention the Bible, everybody goes apoplectic because they're like, ah, I don't do religion, I'm this, I'm that. (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) we have to be able to separate the, the record, the historical record from all the religions that got spawned from from the Bible, right. okay? The Bible is not just a religious book. 
okay? It is a historical record of extraterrestrial interventions, interactions uh, with humans. And, and, and mind you, I, I come from a Jewish background, so I do not agree with everything that the Christians say because they're missing half the story. Right. Hence, the, the history, the Church of Rome deleted 77 Jewish texts, Jewish books out of the Bible because it didn't fit their narrative or their political agenda. Right. And in ancient Rome, you know, uh, politics and religion were one. So, so they had they had an agenda, and and so they edited the Bible according to their agenda, and and a lot of it has to do with anti-Semitism, replacement theology, and a rebellion against this Jewish, the God of the Jews, the God of Israel, and and it goes way back into ancient Samaria because you know the Sumerian tale was basically um, continued in the book of Genesis. So um, I, I had the privilege of, of meeting and interviewing and studying with Zachariah Sitchin. Uh, and he was a, a, a big influence uh, in my life. Um, I, I studied in Israel. I, I, they sent me there to get an education and I came back with um, uh, Yeshua. <laughs> Okay, so so that's kind of like a little controversial, especially for Jews, because they, you know, you, you can't mention the name Jesus. Everybody goes nuts. And um, so, you know, I had all these questions. Why? How? This? That? And he was pretty relentless with me through my life. Me, not relentless. That's not the right word. Like like um, consistent right. and, and, and faithful because I I was a lost soul. Okay, I was orphaned at a very young age. I didn't have any brothers and sisters. I didn't have uh, a family. And I was searching out there and the aliens got to me. And, and I was like, well, who is God? And everything I've written about are questions that I've had. So I, I, I'm just sharing my uh, research and what I've figured out and what I've pieced together. And, um, and, 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 and it is kind of like a string of pearls, you know, like you have to piece these things together to get the whole picture right. and the past, the biblical. And I include in my book series, the, the exo-biblical uh, books, the ones that got rejected. I'm always interested in that. Why are they rejecting this? What is in there that they don't want us to know? And what I found out was this whole cosmic drama that happened now parts of it to be fair are in the book of genesis okay so um you know when when the uh the 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 creation of the nephilim when the giants walked the earth but but the whole drama between the lord uh who we call satan lucifer i call him lucifer slash Satan, just to be clear, because nobody really knows his original name, although he's kind of connected to Mal uh, Marduk, okay, from the uh, Sumerian uh, tale, who right. was the Lord of Nibiru and the Lord of Mars. That's why they named it Mars after him, Marduk. And and he's this character in the, in the ancient text that was looking to control the planets, okay? So 
what we have going on right now as we speak today is we have this system, this ancient nemesis Nibiru system that is now arrived. It is here. It is in, in intersecting in our solar system. And that is the reason for the climate change and the global warming and anything else you want to call it. We're in the middle of a pole shift. Okay, which has happened before. Like I said, the past is prologue. And and in the book of Isaiah, it talks about this timeline at the end of this age that the Lord is going to turn the earth upside down, which is biblical vernacular for pole shift. Yeah. And we're already seeing that. We've seen that the north magnetic pole has shifted 40 degrees from it used to be in the Canadian Arctic. And now it's in Siberia. Right. So we know and we can feel it. And I don't think there's anyone on Earth that is not seeing these changes. You know, whether it's the weather, the animals, the, the pilot whales, you know, committing mass suicide, beaching themselves. I mean, it's very kind of disturbing what's happening. Right. But, but this is all part of this um, timeline, this end time prophecy that, that, is, that is scheduled and appointed to happen at the end of this processional age. So like for instance, when Yeshua said, he's coming back at the end of the age, what, what was he talking about? Well, in, in, in the astronomical, astrological ages, procession, they call them the processions, they last approximately 2,160 years, okay? so. Um, I don't make any sort of uh, date predictions, like count like this this day. I never do that because everyone who does that is always wrong. And the reason for that is because they've messed with the calendars. Okay, I have a, a chapter in my uh, fifth book called Calendar Shenanigans, and every single calendar has has somehow been corrupted or messed with. I mean. Even the Jewish calendar, which which we follow and they they claim, you know, because they have the most accurate in terms of astronomy, like it's it's not uh, just solar, it's solar and lunar. It's it's lunar and, and solar, whereas the Arabic is just lunar. And then, of course, the Gregorian is the is the Roman calendar, which makes absolutely no astronomical sense whatsoever. And that's the calendar that we all live on. So, so all of this comes, it's like a confluence of stuff, plus the fact that they've, um, they've manipulated the timeline, okay, through time travel, through CERN, through all these things. So we can't go by a, a, a calendar date, okay? But we can look at the prophetic calendar, okay, and see, well, where are we at with that? And that's something I can I can speak on, um, because what's next to come, the next shooter drop, so to speak. Interesting question. So, would the Book of Enoch be one of the books that kind of was shunned from you know the regular, I guess you could say, yes. Bible? Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. Great question. Enoch, um, the first and second books of Adam and Eve. Right. I recommend everybody to go find them because if only those books were included in the Bible, we would have a whole different perspective, understanding about the spiritual warfare that every single one of us faces every day. Right. You know, 
and 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 um, Philo said, you know, be kind for everyone you meet is 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 fighting a hard battle, and the ancients understood that. Right. You know, so um, this isn't necessarily about religion. This is about the conflict between these ancient beings that have established themselves on Earth as God. Right. Okay. That's not to say that they aren't gods in their own right okay i'm not trying to diminish their divinities or their deities but let's unpack that okay it's a title okay god is a title the word lord is a title it's like king or president okay so so what i uh found when i went into the hebrew bible was it's it doesn't it, it, it it doesn't match what is in the English Bible, because the when they translated the English Bible, they didn't write the names of these ancient gods right. that had this whole drama. Right. So it's a cast of characters of of gods competing with one another over us, over the planet, right. over how we're going to think, how we're going to live, how we're going to be. And and this is evident in the in the ancient Hebrew, okay, which is where Sitchin comes in, right. because he he taught that, like for instance, the word Elohim, okay, which is a Hebrew word. It's plural. It means gods with an s at the end. So every time that word shows up in the Hebrew Bible, the English Bible translates it as God, G-O-D, without the s. That, that changes the story. Exactly, you? exactly, right, right. Slightly. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 when it, and then, so you only see two words that the English Bible shows, and that's Lord and God. Right. So every time the word Lord shows up, it's actually covering up the ancient name of the Father. Right. Okay, which they felt was, oh, you can't say that name, it's too holy to say. But that's actually false. Okay. I prove that in my second book, Who is God? 35 different commandments commanding the people to say his name, call on his name, sing his name, praise his name, thank his name, memorialize his name, right. all the way down the line. Right. And that the, the, the high priests of Israel were cursed for not esteeming his name. So they covered that up. Okay, and by the way, if anyone's asking what is his name and how is it pronounced, it's Yahuwah. Okay, that's the ancient Paleo Hebrew. Then the Masoretic Jews, when they were being held captive in Babylon for 70 years and they had to listen to the Enuma Elish every day, you know, they they rewrote the Old Testament because the, the ancient Aramaic didn't have any vowels. And the Hebrew vowels are little dots and dashes. So they went in and they rewrote the entire Torah with the dots and the dashes, with the, they call them nikudot, little vowels, which basically, you know, helps you to read and say, well, how how certain things are pronounced. Yet they knew, and this was, this was something they plotted and they succeeded. Okay. They felt like it was on them to protect the sacred name of the Lord and not let the Gentiles invoke it and use it in vain and all that. These like these were battles of the past. Right. Went in and they took the 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 nicodote, the, the vowels 
from the word Adonai, which means Lord, or Elohim, which means God, and they transposed it over the name of the Lord, the Father, Yahuwah, which they call the Tetragrammaton, the yud hey Uhe. And 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 then they, they so when the Gentiles read it, they wouldn't read it right. Oh. It was a different <laughs> pronunciation, which created a whole different spirit. Right. And like there's no J in the Hebrew language. Yeah. There's no sound for the J, the J sound. Right. The, and that's something I found that that you know in the English language they actually invented it like in in the early 1700s. The very first King James Bible which was published in 1611, right. didn't even have the name Jesus in it. Oh, well. So, so that they added the letter J later. So, so they created this, this kind of false God, Jehovah. Right. Okay. And Yahweh, which is just a different pronunciation from Yahuwah. And I was like, well, who is, is, is using the correct pronunciation? And I went in and I started researching and I found that, Lo and behold, the American, Native American Cherokee tribes, which have have history of coming from ancient Israel, they were part of the lost tribes right. that ended up here, continued through oral tradition to use that name for the Great Spirit. Right. And 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 I was fascinated by that. And then I and then it sort of spawned a fourth book called Covenants, my fourth book which basically traces where the lost tribes of Israel ended up and, and, and how there's evidence of them all over the world, in Japan, in Afghanistan, in, in Africa, all through Europe, uh, even in parts of China, because they went in all directions, you know, uh, during the diaspora. So, so all this comes back together to the end time prophecy, which talks about I mean, the real, the quintessential, the final big piece of this right. is these, this phantasmagorical mothership that comes out of the heavens, which is called the New Jerusalem, or the holy city, the heavenly city, the bride of Christ, comes out of the heavens, lands on a scorched earth after uh, uh, the, the Armageddon, the, the World War III, there's a lot of pieces that still have to come into play here and and basically lifts the planet up into this um higher dimensional you know and creates heaven on earth right and lord sits in the middle of it with this iron rod and 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 rules all the nations and we have this thousand years of peace and brotherhood and sisterhood and understanding and Really, when that happens, is the next is the age of Aquarius, in the processional ages. So we are finishing up. We are at the end of the age of Pisces. Right. Wow, that's so amazing. There, there, and a lot of people think we're in Aquarius because of all the technology and all the space stuff, and 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 in many regards, we're transitioning into it. Right. So almost like like if you take the I like to use the analogy of like the sunrise in the mornings and, and how like it takes an hour for you to see the actual sun come above the horizon, right. but everything gets light. You see dawn. Dawn is like about an hour. And that's where we're at. Just like the song. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Now you were, um, real quick, a personal question. You were, so you, do you know who your family is, your parents or? 
from when you were younger or you, you were abandoned oh, yes. or yes my well my biological mother died when i was six and then my father um remarried um a jewish divorcee uh, i ended up with three stepsisters i was like a real life cinderella no. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah did and, you have to do all the cleaning yeah i was the bottom of the totem pole so uh, i i i took a lot of abuse from them and um one of them tried to murder me oh my I, gosh yeah. wow yeah. So I ran away, and I, I had Good a rough you. childhood. Oh, I'm sorry to hear up, that. He sent me to Israel uh, to a, a boarding school to get an education. Right. So I've pretty much been on my own since I was 15. Yeah, I didn't. Reason I asked, I didn't know if you were how you knew you were Jewish. So obviously, your family. Oh was. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, blood DNA. My father was an Orthodox Jew. Uh, my mother was Italian Catholic. So. Um, and I write all about this in my books because racism is one of the biggest social issues, problems right. we have on the planet. And that ties right into the alien reveal. Right. Because my whole uh, question to everyone is how are you going to accept E.T. when you can't even accept each other? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a great question. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Very good question. Yeah, I'm 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 adopted, so I didn't know, oh, and I did DNA. You were chosen. We, we got to tell my story, right? Because <laughs> I'm the guest, you know. But I did I did um, ancestry and twenty three and Me, and I ended up finding um, my their my fam my mother father passed, but I found out that I was fifty percent um, uh, was an Ashkenazi Jewish. You know, but I'm only half Jewish, so that's why I'm not really good with money. You know, so that's what I'm thinking. So I don't know. It's um, but I'm a little perplexed about because now out here, I don't know if this is happening across the U.S. Matt, I don't know if you've heard this about people are striking out against the Jewish people i haven't heard of um yet. what is the deal with that i don't i thought we were over that well of course i thought we were over a lot of things but why has I'm this come up glad you brought that up because that that is a huge piece right now in the end time prophecy so the world wars world war one world war two are all connected god knows we have tons of movies and films and all kinds right. of information to to connect those dots so we can we can say that world war will also follow suit. So World War III, according to the biblical prophecy, is going to be all these nations of the world go against Israel, okay? And we've already seen the seeds of this happening. Right. So let's go back to the Obama administration. So during the time uh, when Obama was president, he, he, he decreed through executive order that um, no one who was born, Americans who were born in Jerusalem, Israel, could no longer have a birth certificate that said that they were born in Jerusalem, comma, Israel. Instead, it can only say Jerusalem without a country. Wow. wow. So, so all these lawsuits came up as a result of that. And, and that was very unfair. 
because what he was trying to do was was go back to the 1967 borders before Israel won fair and square uh, the, the Jerusalem back, okay? As not only that it was uh, uh, belonged to the state of Israel, but it was the capital of the state of Israel. It's almost like saying, hey, you can't have Washington, D.C. Right. It doesn't belong to America, right. okay? So, so he was trying to delegitimize Israel, and 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 so this is a thing, okay, that is that is going through the world through the United Nations because the United Nations, with the under the Balfour Declaration, were part of the they were the parties that made that decision that voted on having uh, Jews go to the ancient land of Israel as a safe place to get out of Europe to get away from the anti-Semitism. And then one year later, well, actually it wasn't, it was like six months later, they did it yeah. in November of 1947, May 14th, 1948, Israel became a, a, a sovereign state. Okay, so so they are trying to undo that. Okay, so as they're undoing that, out comes all this, you know, the, the spewing of this ancient anti-Semitic rhetoric, all these anti-Semitic tropes that are, there's nothing new under the sun. This has been going on for centuries, okay? So 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 that, in answer to, to what you're saying, Doug, that's what's going on here in America. So right. where do they get it? How can they uh, make people go back to thinking that? They teach it at university levels. Wow. So it started in Berkeley, California. It's in all these uh, universities taught by professors. This twisted, you know, whole trope about, oh, you know, they're not really Jewish. Uh, they, they, you know, they're like they say about the Ashkenazis that they're, you know, Kazarians and they're not true Jews. Well, I. Oh, alien. Half alien. That's where I'm going. Mm -hmm. Is that is that why? And this is what I questioned growing up. Why do people hate the Jews so yeah, much? Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, it. they've made all these contributions to society. The Hall of Fame is full of Jews, you know, scientists. And look at how they won World War II. This, to me, was you know when I saw the movie Oppenheimer, which I um, I'm want to see. Yeah, I'm, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to. It's very Definitely. good. So. So the, the one piece that really spoke to me was it, and I didn't know this, you know, like this was a piece of history. I just didn't, I, I missed this, was that um, Robert Oppenheimer, who's an, who was American, he was American Jew, but he, he was influenced by Europe because he was educated in Europe. He, so, so it was his idea. And this is like a jujitsu move. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It was his idea to use anti-Semitism against Hitler. Okay? Huh? He he twisted it back on him. Because Hitler, and what was going on then? So he, Hitler was obsessed with this Aryan race. Who was this Aryan race? These blonde, blue-eyed, Nordic Nord Aryans yeah, came out of the inside of the earth yeah. that he wanted to impress. And I have this uh, in my fourth book. This is uh, uh, about World War II, what happened with the camps and how the Vatican had their own death camps in Poland and how, and how the, these um, 
the Pope was was working with Hitler to get rid of their undesirables through yeah. these death camps. It was like a way of fleshing people out. Okay. And but Hitler was obsessed not only with the occult, he was obsessed with these aliens. And and the information that I received, I can't confirm and deny, but I've included it in my book for those who are interested, was that he was given um, alien technology from inside the earth. And he really wanted to impress them. Okay. So this was all on the tails of Admiral uh, uh, Byrd. Yeah. Yeah. You know that story. Oh, yeah. And he went into, he accidentally ended up in the, in the hole in the north. And then the American uh, military gave yeah. him a to go to I Antarctica. Yep. And he wrote all this stuff in a diary. And it, it was out there. It was published by National Geographic right. magazine. And then the United States government went and bought up every single copy because they didn't want the public to know this. <laughs> right? Oh, wow. So, I didn't know that. I did. I read that. Wow. Yeah. So, so when you start piecing all this together, it's like, what are they covering up? Why don't they want us to know this? What the heck happened? Why did the why why did they call New Schwabia land in our Antarctica? The Nazis ended up there yeah. building this secret space, space program, yeah. which the Allies, America and Russia, took over. Okay, which was the whole point of the Cold War. So we have to connect these dots to where we're at today. Right. Okay. And why? Why they're they're um, against the this particular race of people and Jew, Jew, being Jewish is not just a religion it's a race yeah. okay it's it's a it's a genetic heritage so um, you know I have concluded that because of the diaspora because of the fact that <clears throat> ten lost tribes ended up all over the planet. That it was in somehow God's will to spread this extraterrestrial seed all around so that it levels the playing field. And so in my new version of uh, Who's Who in the Cosmic Zoo, the fourth edition that's coming out next week, right. I am including um, uh, some of this information about the reptilian uh, serpent uh, DNA race. So one of the anti-Semitic tropes, ancient, is that, oh, the Jews are serpents. Okay? Right? Have, have we heard that? And it's like, wait a second. Everybody has a reptilian brain. Right. Every yeah. human, earth human that is walking the face of this earth today has the reptilian. It's called the medulla oblongata. M most of the right? people I work with. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, some people have it more developed than others. Right. Yeah. Right. More but, advanced. But, <laughs> and, and this is what everybody took away from Sitchin's material was that the Anunnaki created humankind. Right. So one of the things that I do in my book is I kind of, I honor Sitchin. I have two chapters in book five that is all about him and the interviews and all of that. But there was a misunderstanding that somehow, because it's impossible for them to have give, to be the creditors of the creator of humans because the the woman was on the earth at the time they used the woman to incubate this new race of beings hence we brought back to present time with the alien hybridization program mm -hmm. which is basically what they're doing i mean i was part of this and there's there's multiple abduction programs they're not all one 
Okay, I just want to put that out there. Okay. So, so the alien hybridization program is is about creating this other race of human with alien DNA that may even take over us, like the ultimate replacement theology. Okay, yeah. so so or create a, a spacefaring race or 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 a AI controlled humans. Um, there's a, there's some a lot of nefarious stuff going on there, so I'll just leave it at that. But why were they so threatened by Jewish DNA that that they wanted to n not just you know wipe everyone out, but wipe everyone out that had grandfathers and and you know great grandfathers right. that yeah. you know like one eight and Hitler was one quarter Jewish. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so about the whole thing. So this ancient racism against this DNA, to me, comes from this rebellion, this, this old rebellion, the, galact the first galactic, first and second galactic wars that happened against the creator God. Right. Okay. So the creator God put the, these, these um, groupings on the planet. And the reason why we have the word Jew is because it comes from the tribe of Judah. Yahuda, really, in, in Hebrew. Yahudim is Jews in Hebrew. Right. So so they, they were very threatened by this group because the Lord wanted to set them apart from these other groupings. So back to Sitchin. So the Anunnaki did not create humankind because the woman was on the earth already. So so what they did was they genetically manipulated. Okay, and this is the point of my book series. The end of book one uh, concludes this that you know some people a lot of people think that the that the aliens have intervened along our uh, timeline and that's true. They have to help us to evolve or advance and and I'm not denying that. However, it started at this fall, okay? So that goes back to Adam and Eve, the Eve-Edemic race, and that was after the first flood. So the Bible starts out, Genesis 1-1, after the first flood. flood and that, okay. and that was the, the spirit hovers over the waters of the earth, and that was after Atlantis and Lemuria sunk, okay? And then they started all over again. And then he put the Evidemic race on the planet and the ancient king of the earth, who I call Lucifer Satan or Marduk, if you want, okay, didn't die. He wasn't, like when all these galactic wars happened, some of them were, according to the Book of Enoch, they were uh, imprisoned, okay? Right. And one of them, like some of them are imprisoned in the fifth heaven. So it's like a place where nobody can go. Some imprisoned inside the earth and the abyss. And the rest of them did, you know, either got, they perished through the floods and the ones who didn't ended up going inside the earth in these caves, in these caverns. The earth is caverned out. Yeah. So, so, so this is why history keeps repeating itself. And, and, and so, so Lucifer, the Bible says that he is the, the, the God of this world. Okay. He is the prince of the powers of the air. And this is evidence in the interaction he had with Yeshua when he tempted and tested him, and he had the authority to give him all these kingdoms. 
and said, well, if you bow down and worship me, I'll show you, I'll give you the, all the kingdoms of the earth. Right. And he never once, Yeshua never once questioned his authority to do that because he knew who he was. But he came to set the captives free. And who are the captives? That would be us. Right. So so it all started in the, in the fall. So when we talk about the fall, people think uh, immediately all the curses that were doled out, and that's a part of it. But what I'm saying it was, was a genetic manipulation of human mm -hmm. beings that were made in the image and likeness of the God. Right. And that is what the Genesis uh, first. says. It's the whole entire scripture is in its plurality. Right. Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Yep. We can yep. make that male and female equal. So, and that's the Elohim. Right. So... So these beings have been at war with this other group, which I call the, the Draconian Kingdom, or AKA Satan's Kingdom. Right. They live inside the Earth, but they're not just limited to Earth. They're on the Moon. They're on Mars. They're in this solar system, and that and 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 they are the ones causing all of this. They're the rebel. They're the rebels. And the word Satan is a Hebrew word that just means adversary or rebel. So when Christians talk about Satan, they kind of think it's one being, but it's a group of beings. Right. So, so, and what they've been trying to do is corrupt the image and likeness of God in humans. So, like, if you read the beginning of Genesis, before the Noah's flood, all these people lived to be like 900, Methuselah lived to be 960 years old. How is that possible? <clears throat> I mean, if we take good care of ourselves, we're lucky to live a hundred, a hundred twenty, right? right? Yeah. Based on your telomeres. And we won't be um, in very good shape either. Yeah. I mean, and really, <laughs> who, wants, who wants to be that? Wait, I mean, can, I, can I? You know? <laughs> can I ask? Right. Can I ask a question real quick. What do you think happens when you die? Uh, we want our show won't be long enough for us to get to that part, so I want to get right to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've only got an hour, but I want to know. Hey, I want to get to that. I want to get your your uh, outlook on that or what you've discovered. Well, I did have a near-death experience in 2010. So I can tell you um, that, you know, there is a heaven and a hell. And um, it's evidenced in the biblical scriptures. In the Old Testament, there's three levels. There's hell. There's like three different types of hell. And there's also heaven. There's in and it's all inside the earth so when people think oh they went to heaven they became a star in the sky no when people die and they go to heaven they go to the good place or the bible calls it abraham's bosom or paradise mm -hmm. jesus yeshua called it paradise and what happened when he uh died on the cross he went inside the belly of the earth and he preached to the, the spirits of the dead. And why would they make movies about this stuff? I don't yeah. know. Every yeah. year you see all the, the Easter films and all this. <laughs> nobody makes a movie about this piece of scripture where he goes into the belly of the earth and he talks to these dead spirits and he preaches to them and he saves them out of the belly of the earth. And when he, uh, the Bible says that when he rose from the dead, they did too. 
it said it says that all the, these graves opened up in Jerusalem and all these people walked out of it. Oh, wow. You never see that in any movies. And that to me, that's like exciting stuff, right? right. Resurrections, okay? Right. <laughs> Very <back>. cool. It's <laughs> um, a good so, story. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, that's the best part of the story is the resurrection because if he didn't, if he wasn't resurrected, nobody would be believing in him. He'd just be any other dead guy. Right. That was <laughs> true. Very yeah, true. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, yeah, sorry to interrupt. I was just kind of oh, curious. Okay. I was curious about your outlook on that because yes. so and many. Yes. And I think it all depends on who you pledge allegiance to. Yeah. People, you know, and, 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 and religious people want to yeah. make it very complicated, but it really isn't. It's very, very simple. You, 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 you either believe that that he came to save us from the God, from from the matrix, from the bondages, from the cap, being captive in this world. Okay, there are worse things than death. Okay, so so people suffer a lot on this planet, and there's this is like a, a farming. This is one of the conclusions I make in uh, the, my first book, uh, fourth, which you'll see. Yeah. The fourth edition is that is that this is planet Earth has become a, like a human farm for these uh, draconian reptilian beings who um, feed off of us. Okay. And um, the Mon uh, Monroe called it louche. Okay, which is an uh, emotional energy. Uh, soul energy, memories. So how they get us to give it up is they, it's Machiavellian. They create the, the divide and conquer uh, stuff and they get everybody pitted against each other. Racism is like number one. Okay. And then, oh, you know, hating someone's religion or the gender uh, divide. You know, oh, you know, we're not, we don't like women anymore. Misogyny, or we yeah. don't like men anymore. Or everyone's toxic. And, and they want to pit everyone against each other. Right. Okay? And what yeah. it does is it creates louche. Because people get upset. They get offended. They get, oh, you know. Yeah. I mean, this is the battle we face every day. Okay? So um, that's why Yeshua said, I've come to set the captives free. Free from who? Free from this draconian kingdom that has ruled this planet. And when he returns, he... He, according to the prophecy, becomes his world again, okay? So he takes it back and he raises it to heaven. So earth, it's like people don't go to heaven. Heaven is coming to earth, right. okay? Yeah. And, and, and so when people think, oh, well, they're going to die and they're going to go up in the air, the Bible has all these scriptures about how it's all happening inside the planet. Yeah. So like Second Thessalonians, is like the big one that Christians use to, to prove the rapture. And and the very first line of it is that the dead in Christ shall, shall rise first, rise out of the earth. So that means that anyone who dies in Christ goes into the paradise that's in the earth. I found this fascinating when Michio Kaku came out and said that we have 11 dimensions. And then I matched it with, with Enoch, with the book of Enoch, who says that there are 10 heavens? Well, if you add this dimension. Yeah, yeah. it's 11. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes okay, so this is our dimension, right? The surface, and we're 3D and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. But inside the Earth, there's like, ten, it's a, a, there's like 10, 11 
including us, there's 11 dimensions, which, which, which makes sense as to why all these things are happening inside the planet. Right. This civilization, and that's why I call it the alien presence. Because they're not visiting from some other galaxy and coming here and all of a sudden landing and they're interested in us. They've been here all along. Yeah. They're evidenced in all the religions and the cultures and the myths, and they come out, out of the earth. So my sightings, the, the, the stuff that I've seen, the, the, the ships that I've seen come and go, I saw one come out of the Gulf of Mexico. Right. Okay. That was our experience. Yeah. And, and, and it's like they come and go inside the earth. They come and go inside the oceans and the mountains. The, the planet is full of portals. So, so these portals is where they come and go. And Jerusalem is an ancient space portal. And that's one of the reasons why they're fighting over it. Okay? So, so and, and why does the end time prophecy end there? Because the Lord comes back and lands this phantasmagorical mothership which is described in in the book of revelation as it has 12 gates and each gate opens up and it's all named after the 12 less tribes of israel because one tribe got cursed so he's not included joseph had the double portion so joseph gave it to his sons menasha and and ephraim and they're involved and and the pearls the sapphire floor I mean, this is like, you know, Star Trek space. Yeah, right. it's wild. Right. What if, I bet they have a great cafeteria. Yeah, big giant ship. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's great. That is awesome. So you, we've got we'll talk. We're starting a little bit running out of time, but I want to make sure we're promoting your book. So you got book four coming out. You said six, six, um, or uh, actually, it's book one, fourth edition. Okay. Fourth edition. Okay. All right. Yeah. Which is all about who the aliens are. It's an A to Z, and it has like extra chapters added about um, the what's really behind the alien abductions. Okay, why they put you back after a few hours. So it's not a real true abduction. It's not like somebody kidnaps a child and they don't see them for years. Right. Yeah. This is this is not a true kidnapping. It's a temporary one, and there's a reason behind that. And the, one of the main reasons, besides the alienization program and all these other things, is that implants. So they are implanting humans to try to change culture, society, religion. That's why they put you back. Can you Does, get that on Amazon, your book? or is there, or It you... will be available in all the channels after August 2nd. 2nd, okay. Okay, good. I want to know where to find it. So when you're abducted, well, we don't want to give away the plot. <laughs> talk about the whole thing there won't be anything left but you know so you have other but you by besides the series do you have another book did you author something else i i have five books right. that are available um so all the other books are all available on amazon okay um and and so book two is who is god and i unpacked the whole cast of characters in the oh. old testament that we talked about book three is called who are the angels and it's about the angelic war between the fallen angels and uh, heaven's angels. Right. And I just want to give you the math real quick. Yeah. We can all relate to. Sure. So one third of heaven's angels rebelled. Okay. But two thirds did not. So that means that they are the good ETs. And every time they show up in the, in the Old Testament, they show up as men. So they're not necessarily the, you know, how the what women you would think. 
artists have right. depicted them and they've gotten into people's heads that they're like flying and with the wings. Not that they don't have the ability to fly. They do. They're interdimensional. They come and go. They can they can show up and then they can just disappear. And the scriptures say that they go up and down from earth to the courts of heaven. Okay, so okay. they are the good ETs. So they outnumber the fallen ones two to one. Okay, so I just want to keep, you know, I want to give people hope that we're not doomed here. We have help. So that the, the Who are the Angels, that's book three. And then uh, book four is Covenants, which is another, that's what we were talking about. The I, I It's my humble attempt to lance the boils of racism and anti-Semitism on earth and how that's connected to alien disclosure. And in that book, I uh, offer um, these university studies that were done uh, several years ago on how different religions will respond alien disclosure. Right. And I will say that uh, uh, Christians, Christianity is having a heart, they're the number one having the hardest time and the reason for it is because they only have they, they rejected all these jewish books and the rest of the story is in these jewish books that were rejected by the church of rome yep. so if you start to piece it all together okay and get rid of the anti-semitism get rid of the racism go and just find the truth for whatever it's worth you'll see but you know christians today say all aliens are demons not uh, all pentagon okay. says that <laughs> all demons are aliens um, oh, right. yeah that makes sense but not all aliens <laughs> are demons right i'm getting a t-shirt correct yeah <laughs> get that Saturday. <laughs> that's awesome and, oh and then book five is all about nibiru so um that's that's my attempt to try to help people to understand what's happening with the planet, with the sun, um, why we're seeing spaceships around the sun. Right. Huge, gigantic spaceship, because this ancient nemesis Nibiru system is intersecting with our solar system, right. causing the sun to spew uh, solar flares, coronal mass ejections. Yep. We cracks in the magnetosphere last year, yeah. which is why the Earth is warming, and they're putting all the space tech up there to retard the warming right. and to change to, to kind of push back their fighting climate change so we have a confluence of things going on and that's all in the book uh, i have the patents of the solar simulator i have there's all kinds of space tech up there that is affecting our weather patterns but it's because they it all started with the reagan administration they 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 started the star wars system yeah the sdi program and at the and they also knew about Nibiru, and that was part of an executive order of, to cover it up and to obfuscate it because they didn't want people to panic. Right. Okay. Very similar to alien to the UFO disclosure. Right. And that's yeah. also part of the drip drip disclosure era that we're in. Awesome. Makes perfect. That's a lot of research you've done throughout the what thirty years. <laughs> yeah, forty. But... Oh wow! Who's <laughs> <Just> counting? <laughs> I didn't want to push it out too far. <laughs> Postmenopausal improvement. Yeah, yeah. Same. Thank you. Well, thanks Thank a you. lot for coming on. We appreciate it. And um, who's who in the Cosmic Zoo? Yep. And um, a fifth edition, fifth, fourth edition of the first book coming out. Yes.
coming out. August 2nd. August 2nd. So everybody pick yes. it up. Yep. Amazon. Yes. Definitely. I'm getting Thank my you. copy. Um, thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Alien Probe Podcast. We welcome comments, questions, or requests to Alien Probe Podcast at gmail.com. Visit us on Facebook. Check out our website, alienprobe.net, Twitter and Instagram at Alien Probe Pod. Like and subscribe on YouTube, Alien Probe Podcast. Thanks, Ella LeBane, for joining Thank us you, today. Matt. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. And we will see you come on again soon. It was a pleasure talking to you. And watch the skies. Pleasure. Yes. <laughs> Always.